Hello, my friends. Welcome back to another episode of the Mental Corner Podcast, the show where I bring on guests from all different backgrounds to talk all the things mental health. I'm your host, Harry Pavan, and today is just another solo episode with yours truly, talking about more articles, more music recommendations, and more book recommendations. I just came back from a quick vacation out west. I needed some R&R out there. There's something about the west coast that is just so, in the best way possible, quiet, if that makes any sense. I'm from Toronto, and if you're from Toronto, you know that it's loud. It gets really loud. It gets really busy. It's There's the big hustle and bustle going on. For some reason, when I went to the West, I did not feel that. So I loved it personally. I think it was amazing. It was a breath of fresh air and uh, it just gave me the time to relax and now I'm ready to go. So let's dive right into this. first article I've got for you guys is a personal favorite because I love little furry creatures. Uh, Canadians who got pandemic pets say they've experienced mental health benefits. For a lot of us, that seems like common sense. But when you actually read the facts into the article, it is actually very interesting how they actually benefit us. So an animal lawyer has actually stated that she's seen an increase in cases involving emotional support pets. And basically what this article does is it looks into two different pet owners and how these pets have benefited them. So the first one that it talks into is this little Yorkie, his name's Spike. And basically what he did was he helped his owner learn how to be present and happy mostly because if she wasn't then he wasn't going to get fed so he was barking or he had to go on walks he had to be taken care of and that kind of forces you to be in the present moment with them and also it helped her with her social anxiety because when they play fetch he would grab the ball and kind of bring it to strangers by accident or on purpose who knows uh, so that they could throw him that ball and basically it kind of forced her to get out of her comfort zone and interact with other people which you know, during COVID was felt like such a task, you know, I, I, I don't know if you guys feel this, but me personally, I'm still trying to find a way to get back to that state where I'm comfortable interacting with people. I, I, I am a big people person, I guess, but I'm still having trouble making eye contact in certain situations or starting conversations in certain situations. So this, this was a great way for this owner to kind of step out of that little roadblock that she was experiencing. The other owner that it follows is someone who moved during the pandemic, lost her mother to cancer, and was having difficulty finding a job for her son who was on the autism spectrum. And basically what this owner was saying was that her dog, whenever it, whenever she took this new puppy out for a walk around her neighborhood, she was kind of quote unquote forced to get to know her neighbors. And this kind of helped with all that anxiety that she was experiencing. It enabled her to get out and get some fresh air that so many people say is beneficial. It had it built her basically a community within her neighborhood that she could reach out to, a support system. It's just, you, you hear all these things and it's just, there's so many benefits to owning a pet that you kind of, you're listening to them and you're like, yeah, that makes sense. That seems like common sense, but you don't really take it into consideration until you read articles like this. Like when you hear, oh, I bought a puppy, it's great. 
you think, well, yeah, of course it's great. You get to cuddle this little thing. It's a little puppy. How could you not be happy? But then you look behind the scenes. You're like, oh, you have to be present. It gives you some responsibility, something to look forward to. It causes you to, you know, interact with your neighbors or the people at the park. It's just all around an amazing benefit. And in the article, I love this quote. It's from a psychologist named Eileen Bona. And what she says is basically, there are a lot of neurochemical changes that are happening in your brain when you own a pet or you're interacting with one. That's helping your brain to calm down, helping you to feel more relaxed, more at ease, because you're outside or you're with a furry creature. So if you got all the time and money in the world, but you're still hesitant on buying that pet because you don't know if it'll be beneficial, maybe read that article. The second article I found was actually pretty interesting, and the title was, Could Eating Fruit More Often Keep Depression at Bay? Now we hear all the time, eat your vegetables, eat your greens. I'm pretty sure there's a meme of that lady singing, that old lady going, eat your vegetables. Um, but you don't really hear that much about fruit. And so basically what happened here was um, the College of Health and Life Sciences at Aston University, they did a study and they found that people who frequently eat fruit are more likely to report positive mental well-being and less likely to report depression symptoms. So basically what the study did was across the UK, it studied 428 different adults. Um, they also took their demographic and their lifestyles into account as well so that the results weren't very skewed. And while they also found that the fruits were extremely beneficial for your mental health, on the other side of that coin, they found that people who eat savory snacks like crisps, chips, all of that stuff, you know, the easy to eat, always accessible kind of stuff, they're more likely to report greater levels of anxiety. And they were also more likely to experience everyday mental lapses or cognitive failures. And what that means basically everyday mental lapses, because I didn't really know what that was, so I did do some more research into it. But basically what that includes is like forgetting where you put something, uh, forgetting the purpose of going into certain rooms, uh, being a unable to retrieve names of people who's like, it's on the tip of my tongue. I'm about to say it. I know, I know what it is, but I, I can't get it out. So those are kind of everyday mental lapses. And I mean, I've had so many of those and I'm sure a lot of you can relate to that. But apparently, uh, the more you eat chips and stuff like that, the more those increase and the more you eat fruit, the more it decreases. So eat your fruit. And in the article, the lead author, um, who's a PhD student, her name's Nicola Jane Tuck. What she said was, very little is known about how diet may affect mental health and well-being. And while we did not directly examine casualty here, our findings could suggest that frequently snacking on nutrient-poor, savory foods may increase everyday mental lapses, which in turn reduces psychological health. This other quote from her, I, I found this part was so interesting because, you know, you hear about vegetables all the time and this article's kind of studying solely fruit. So in my head, I'm thinking, aren't they equivalent? Like, shouldn't it just be the same thing? Because they're all greens, they're plants, they're healthy. So what she's saying is both fruit and vegetables are rich in antioxidants, fiber, and essential micronutrients, which promote optimal brain function. But these nutrients can be lost during cooking. As we are more likely to eat fruit raw, this could potentially explain its stronger influence on our psychological health. So if you're going to eat vegetables, don't cook them and also eat more fruit. All right, the articles are out of the way, so now we're going into my book recommendations. This week I only have one book recommendation, and it's one that, whew, if you're into heavy stuff, if you're into emotionally heavy stuff, this is one for you. It's called Everything is Fine. It's by an author named Vince Granada, and basically it, it's just, it's such an incredible book, and what happens in this book is the author delves into the tragedy of his mother's violent death which was at the hands of his brother who struggled with schizophrenia. Take a minute to register that one. Yeah, it, it's from the first chapter. I, I Not only was I hooked, but I was so emotionally invested. 
It really dives into grief, mental illness, schizophrenia, of course, and way more. It was beautifully written, but super tragic and heartbreaking. So it was like, I love this book, but I'm also crying. Um, it, I actually, I was at the edge of my seat the whole time. And I, no joke, bawled my eyes out by the end of the book. It was just, I, I was on the vacation at the time with my family. And they were like, what is wrong with you? We're in this beautiful place and you're crying so much. Such a great book. But not only was it super tragic, but it also really showed the never talked about or rarely discussed side of mental illness and what can happen. And it's just written so perfectly. It's written with compassion, love, heartbreak, tragedy. You, you just don't want to miss this book. If you're really into that side of psychology or into stories like that, this is a book that you don't want to miss. But I will give you a fair warning. It is really heavy. So take that into account before you read. And finally, my music recommendation. So last week I mentioned my music recommendation was Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers by Kendrick Lamar. And this one is another hip hop album that came out recently. It's called Melt My Eyes, See Your Future. It's by Denzel Curry. And basically... It's kind of in the same theme as the Mr. Morale one in the sense that it really targets mental health challenges. It talks about, you know, voices in his head, suicidal ideation, environmental and emotional trauma, stuff like this. It's just an awesome rap record that talks about, again, stuff that you don't really hear rappers dive into very much. And it delivers a lot of inner work, vulnerability while also delivering kind of like a psychedelic deliverance, if that makes sense. You kind of feel like you're going through a trip while listening to this album in a good way, not a bad trip, like in a good trip way. Um, and basically, I, I don't know, I, I really enjoyed this album. I'm really glad it got recommended to me. Denzel Curry himself described this album as, this album is about me. No alter egos, no nothing, just Denzel Curry. It's a really raw project, but also really good music in there. It's really catchy. It's got replay value. It really is a great album that if you're into hip hop, if you listen to Kendrick Lamar's album, you might also very much enjoy this album. And just to give you guys an idea of how deep this album gets and how real this album gets, this is in the opening track. This is what Denzel raps. It's a little excerpt, but why I feel like hiding a truth is finding a lie. Dealt with thoughts of suicide, women I've objectified. Couldn't see it through my eyes, so for that I apologize. I'm just hypnotized, working hard to empathize, strung out on love addiction when groupies and souls collide. I've been this way since the day I turned six. I've been touched before, way before I touched my. I mean, it's just a really raw record and really deep and it gets into some seriously touchy subjects. So shout out to Denzel, love the album and you guys should definitely check that one out as well. All right, well, that is it for me for this episode of The Mental Corner. Thank you guys for listening again. I hope that you enjoy the book recommendations, the music recommendations, the news articles. Uh, I'm gonna keep trying to find them because we got a couple more solo episodes on the way just because I'm going back off and going to Stratford, if any of you know where that is, uh, with the grandparents to watch some plays, some performances. Very excited. Um, so if you have some music recommendations, book recommendations, whatever it is, you read something that's kind of cool, send it my way. I'll be sure to share it. And of course, if you're listening and you enjoyed this episode, please like, comment, share, subscribe, give five stars if you're on that podcast platform, and I'll see you guys next time. Peace. Peace.